Vitamin D, our brightest idea yet. You are listening to the Elevate, Empower, Evolve podcast with your hosts, Marty Penrod and Dr. Rebecca Merzinski, where our primary goal is to give women the tools and confidence to be better advocates for their own health. As a reminder, this information is not medical advice, so please consult your doctor before making any health changes. Hello, everyone. Hey. Hey, hey, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? Good. I sound like I'm dying, but I'm actually fine. I was like, yeah, you sound great. <laughs> I know we were at uh, campfires all weekend, so I don't know what they were burning, but it makes me sound like I am in bed and I am just fine. So you look great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know about that, but thank you. Uh, okay. So we wanted to talk about vitamin D today. Um, We just wanted to talk a little bit about what it is, why it's important for your body, and then some misconceptions that are centered around vitamin D that we've kind of just been told or just, I don't know, gotten used to saying. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that is what we're going to talk about today, especially when we all just came out of those winter months. Everybody is kind of craving. Well, you're not because you just got back from Arizona. (laughs) Oh, it's so nice. 90 but, degrees and sunny the whole time. Oh, I know. I kept looking at your weather. I was like, I should have been there. As soon as you get back, though, I'm like, it's snowy and gloomy here the past few days, which is super weird for Colorado for it not to be sunny. And I'm like, oh, take me back. I know. <laughs> your guys' weather has actually been worse than ours. I was surprised. Yeah. How was the weather this weekend? Um, it was like 70. Oh no. Oh, it was nice. Nice. I yeah, know. Freezing here. I know we were in short sleeves and I was like, this is strange. <laughs> Usually we're not in short sleeves right? till May almost. Yeah. So, we're, we're ahead of the game this year. There you go. Weather's changing. Yes. So one of the big reasons why we wanted to talk about vitamin D is because one, we love the sun, <laughs> but two, vitamin D deficiency is really a worldwide problem that isn't talked about enough. So vitamin D is actually a hormone, even though we call it vitamin D and vitamin D has to go through two processes to be effectively used by the body. So if you're getting vitamin D from the sun, it has to one, go through one process through the liver and then one process through the kidneys to be properly absorbed. So that form of vitamin D is usually called vitamin D3. There's a longer name for it that I'm not going to try to pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) Vitamin D is a fat soluble hormone, which means that fat needs to be present for the body to properly absorb it. It's basically the three ways you can get vitamin D or three easy ways. One exposure to UVB rays from the sun, which then your body goes through those two processes that I just said. Um, but it also can be found in certain foods or through proper supplementation of that vitamin D3 because it's the most readily absorbable. Yeah. So why vitamin D is important, um, and why it's an important hormone for your body to have enough of is our body can only absorb calcium with the presence of vitamin D. So most commonly, um, Vitamin D is talked about that it's good for strong bones and teeth, but what we really want to talk about, um, is the importance of vitamin D 
uh, reducing inflammation in your body um, because everything stems from inflammation and also your immune function, which goes along with inflammation as well. But um, it is important to have that vitamin D for the proper functioning of every cell in your body. And a lot so of, every cell, what? A lot of recent research is saying that with proper supplementation or proper vitamin D levels, you can reduce your risk of chronic illness with, if your body is basically functioning properly. Totally. And so every cell in your body actually has a vitamin D receptor on it. Um, You can go back to a little bit of the science of that if you would like. Okay. So (laughs) a little nerdy in here. Um, If you can remember that science class you had in high school or college, and they're talking about how your cell works. Uh, Like Marty said, every single cell has a vitamin D receptor on it because it helps regulate the calcium channels in the cell. So basically for your cells to function properly, for that calcium to go in and out and your cells to work, you need the vitamin D to help that. So basically vitamin D helps regulate and maintain calcium levels which serve your basic biological function. So if you are not, if that's not working right, then you're not going to work right. Yeah. Plus B equals C is the easy. Totally makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So we will kind of go over the misconceptions of vitamin D because there are a lot in the vitamin D is kind of just thrown around. It's said that, oh, I went out, you know, in the sun this weekend, I got plenty of vitamin D but it doesn't always work that way. So the first misconception is that you can get vitamin D while you're wearing sunscreen. You should go over your sunscreen (laughs) because you're so so passionate about it. That number one, that statement in general is a huge no-no. Like you actually don't really absorb any vitamin D while wearing sunscreen because the whole point of sunscreen is to block the rays of the sun that let you absorb vitamin D. Um, The UVB rays? The UVB rays, yeah. So to properly absorb vitamin D, research states you need to be out in the sun for 10 to 30 minutes, depending on where you live, without sunscreen, with your skin exposed. So if you're wearing a shirt or pants and you're outside in the sun with your major extremities covered, you're not going to be able to absorb it. Two, we'll go on a little sunscreen rant. While it is important, sunscreen can be very toxic to the body in general. So there's lots of chemicals in sunscreen that number one blocks the sun rays, but two can just decrease your immune function and overall body function in general. There are actually 12 ingredients that are going through the FDA right now to that are basically in question and if they really should be in our sunscreens and really products in general but yeah. we'll go over that on another yeah. day. So if you are going to use sunscreen, try to find like a safe sunscreen that one can help preserve the environments because they're talking about the coral reefs right now, but two, make sure you're getting good ingredients in your sunscreen. That'll bring us to the second misconception. If you get a sunburn, you got the proper amount of vitamin D. So that is not the case. Cause like we said, you need those UVB rays for your body to produce vitamin D. UVB rays are not the only rays that give you a sunburn. So that is a big misconception because everybody thinks, oh my gosh, I got a sunburn today or I got a really good tan. That means I got plenty of vitamin D. And that kind of goes along to talking about different times of year. You can be outside in January, especially in Colorado and get a pretty bad sunburn. I, if you see right now, my face is red. We like went out to 
uh, eat yesterday and sat outside and everything's like burnt, but that doesn't mean that I got enough vitamin D because of the time of year, the time of day that you're outside. Cause all of that plays into a role of when those UVB rays are present. Yeah. So that can just go right into our third misconception is you can get vitamin D anytime you go out in the sun. Like you said, the time of day, time of year, um, makes a huge difference if you're even getting those UVB rays. So it's kind of funny that cold and flu season is from October through March when those UVB rays are not as present. Yeah. So that's kind of an ironic thing, looking at your immune system response and not getting those UVB rays. So there's a correlation that could be right there. The other thing about October through March is usually people are spending less time outside. It's cold. They're working more, not as active in the summer. We're hiking. We're doing all those things. Um, those like not as good for you comfort foods in the summer. People yes. generally want to feel better, look better. So they're making better food choices. Eating lots of greens. Yeah. Probably yeah. Getting more vitamin D from foods too. Yes. In the summer you're eating like or winter, excuse me, pasta and yeah, bad comfort foods. Bad I know I'm making chicken and soup right now. Dylan's sick, so yeah. <laughs> um, yes, but also uh, thinking that any time of the day from March until September that you could be getting those UVB rays is also incorrect. There is a couple of apps that you can get that tell you whereabouts you're at and when those UVB rays are being produced to get out in the sun. And that could just be 10 to 20 minutes. If you're light skin, if you're dark skin, it's more 20 to 30 minutes, but it needs to be at that certain time of the day when those UVB rays are produced. It's not just a, Oh, I went out in the sun for 10 minutes. I'm good. With that, being attention said, to that, is really important. With that being said, the older you get, the harder it is to kind of create that vitamin D synthesis too. So I know a lot of times Doctors will advise people over the age of 65 to start supplementing because it is so number one, vitamin D is so important, but it's harder for them to absorb. And when, I don't know, maybe when I'm 65, I'll still be a sun goddess, but generally people, (laughs) they're a little bit more afraid of things like skin cancer and things like that. So supplementation will definitely help you when you get older. Yes. Uh, Last one is you can get vitamin D through windows inside. That is incorrect because UVB rays do not pass through windows, glass, et cetera. So if you're in your car, even if it's that time of day when you could be getting those UVB rays, if you are getting it through your windshield or through your windows in your car, or even sitting inside, feeling like you're soaking up the sun, you're not. So as good as it feels to sit in the sun, and yes, that does a lot for our mood and whatnot, um, making sure you're paying attention to getting your vitamin D actually, and uh, getting outside when those UVB rays are present. So we will talk a little bit about supplementation, just so you kind of have a little bit of info on where to start. If you are not supplementing with vitamin D and you live in some of those Northern states, Um, yeah, go Um, ahead. Yeah. So you definitely should be supplementing probably all year round, just with people working these days. People are not getting outside as much as they used to. 20 years ago, kids were playing outside more. You were doing more things outside now that we have so many electronics. People really just don't go outside as often. So supplementation is huge. Supplementing with vitamin D3 is a must. 
And there's two types of supplementation that you can do. One, you can take a pill. I usually recommend to my patients the droplet and to put it underneath your tongue because the sub sublingual glands can absorb that vitamin D3 a lot faster. Yeah, those are the two kinds with that. And then- Yeah, and then making sure that if you're able to, finding a vitamin D that has vitamin K in it as well is important because vitamin D is going to absorb your calcium and then the vitamin K is going to tell where that calcium needs to go in your body. So you don't just want random calcium just floating around wondering where it needs to go. Mm -hmm. So that is a lot- Uh, more helpful than just taking B3 alone. And I know a few years ago, I was always like, well, why do I need to supplement? Like we should be able to get everything on our own. In theory, yes, you should be able to, but like I just said before, times have changed. So we're not doing the same things that we used to do. So if you are worried about if you are deficient in vitamin D, just go ask to get a test. Like it's not a big deal. It's just a simple little blood test to figure out where your levels are. Yeah. And we're going to do a second episode on vitamin D. So we could definitely go into what to look for, for deficiency, what a little more sciencey, if you guys have more questions about it and there's certain things that you want to know, just send us an email. Um, let us know if there's something specific you want to hear in that next vitamin D episode. And we will chat about whatever we hear from all of you about. So, all right. I think that's all we have for today. Yeah, I think so. I hope you guys have a great week. Sorry, this episode was a little later than we thought, but we wanted to make sure that we had it right. So thank you guys for your patience. And I think maybe, well, I'll just say this. We didn't even talk about it, but next episode, we might be like a few days oh, or maybe one week late, like not the second of June, the one after, just because we're going to be seeing each other. So maybe yes. And we like to say we're going to get stuff done and we don't. So we'll get it done. We know how that is. You guys don't want drunk Marty and Rebecca doing vitamin D podcasts for you. <laughs> no, we'll do a better one. We'll have to do the questions one. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll do rapid fire questions for you guys when we're having fun on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good one. And we will chat with y'all soon. Bye. All right, bye. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today on the Elevate, Empower, Evolve podcast. If you love this episode and you know someone that it would impact, please, please, please share it. We would be forever grateful. Also, we would love to hear your honest thoughts and comments. So leave us a review, follow us on Instagram, or shoot us an email of topics you would love to hear, and it will help us conquer our mission to impact as many women as we can. Thanks again. Bye.